podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. 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 Yo, people, what's going on? Another podcast here, Dysonomics. We back, baby. Another episode. Firstly, live show December 12th at the Soul Box. Tickets are in the description of this podcast, as well as my Instagram bio and my Twitter bio. There'll be a link tree. Or you can just go on shubs.com and search Dysonomics or Google Shubs Dysonomics. Um, we're going to be talking politics. We're going to have a nice chit chat. It's going to be very interactive. It's going to be good food, chicken, wings, burgers all good stuff donuts from donut bay will be served on a day and amazing drinks so tickets are limited half already gone so make sure you jump online and grab your tickets please now make sure you listen to last week's episode can anybody fly private i went through the rabbit hole of thinking i wonder how much private jets are to buy and how many people have them or whatnot which led me to doing a podcast on it so make sure you go check it out find out how expensive it is to own a private jet and how much it costs to charter and hire it out, all that good stuff. Now, this week's episode, dread it, run from it, COVID arrives all the same. So we're going to be talking about COVID. And there is this new variant called the Omicron, so I keep giving it an end for no reason, Omicron variant, which South African scientists seem to be like the first people to really recognise it, it seems. Uh, Apologies to South African people on my Instagram. They think I was saying that the virus came from South Africa when I said we imported it from South Africa. No, I'll simply talk about the two cases in the UK, which is a spoiler alert. But anyway, should we be worried about Omicron and what are we going to go to lockdown? What are going to be the new rules and regulations going forward? That is today's topic. I hope you enjoy. And let's get into it. Hi, it's MXM and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's late. Okay, first things first. How should we go for this? There is a new variant called the Omni- Omicron variant. This was titled, if you're wondering who gives these people, who gives these variants names, it is the World Health Organization, WHO. And they're following from the Greek pattern. There was a beta, there was an alpha, and there's a delta variant. And this is the Omicron variant. This variant is incredibly mutated. It is very, very much different from the very first sighting of coronavirus 19 that we saw in Wuhan, China. So it's mutated significantly since then. Usually there's loads and loads of mutations. There's been about 50 mutations overall and more than 30 on a spike protein. And this spike protein is the target for which most for most vaccines. And this is and it's the, the key the virus uses to unlock the doorway into our body cells. So that's where the vaccine targets. If we look at the Omicron variant, it has 10 mutations. And if we look at the Delta variant, which slapped up the country from what, late last year to early this year and across the world, that has two mutations. So the Omicron variant has five times mutation of the Delta variant. This level of mutation is said to be most likely to come from one individual parent who was unable to beat the virus. And the more the virus spreads naturally, the more risk we are of mutations. That's why they, although we've got vaccines and everybody's dealing with the um, coronavirus a lot better than we were in 2020, there's still an effect to try to stop the spread because of 
potential of mutations. The reason why people are worried about this and the title of the podcast, Should You Be Worried? And I say yes <laughs> to a degree. Cautious, a cautious worry. Not, oh my God, the world's on fire, but woo. Okay, let's be cautious and let's take precaution because the vaccines are designed off of the basis of the initial COVID-19 variant, which was initially discovered in Wuhan. This Omicron variant is com not completely, it's extremely different from that. So theoretically, the vaccines that we have in circulation, which not only extremely reduce the chances of you getting having symptomatic COVID where you actually feel the symptoms, let alone go into hospital or fatality, it also helps reduce the spread of coronavirus. Now, what scientists are fear right now is that due to the fact that this variant is extremely different from the previous one, the previous Delta variant, it can potentially be less resistant, more resistant against the vaccine. So all the vaccines that we've got so far may have less efficacy against this new variant. So that's fairly worrying. So variants, some mutations do different things. Like, for example, some mutations make it easier for coronavirus to spread. So the N501Y1 made it easier for coronavirus to spread. Some make it harder for antibodies to recognize a virus, which makes the virus less effective, which, which makes the vaccine less effective potentially, but some are completely new. There's also concerns that a virus might enhance transmissibility. So this, so that means that there is concerns that Omicron might be more transmissible. So that means it's gonna jump from more people to, from people to person to person, more likely than the previous variants, which of course is not good news. Another concern is that this variant might be able to get around parts of the immune system. This doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be much worse. So, and this is a lot of theoretical stage. The more information we have, of course, I'll give it to you as scientists are working very hard, I would imagine. The beta variant was smart as it was best at escaping the immune system. But, so the beta variant that we had, I think that came um, before the Delta one. I think that might have been the Kent, they described as the Kent one or whatever. Um, the beta variant knew its way to get around the immune system to get to us, but the the variant that's caused the most damage was the Delta variant because the spreading, it was it was much more transmissible. So by just sheer volumes, the spread caused more damage. But again, although we should be cautiously worried, it is too early to draw any real conclusions. When I last researched, so things might have changed dramatically since then. There have been 77 fully confirmed cases in the Guateng province of South Africa. Four cases, but one, one in Hong Kong, and they say which is directly linked to travel from South Africa. Israel and Belgium have also reported cases. I saw earlier today that 13 people traveling from South Africa to Netherlands have tested positive for the new COVID variant Omicron, according to the Dutch officials. So, but I think it's already, it's already, well, I know it's already in Europe and it's going to get a bit techie here. So what happened initially? So as this happened, literally overnight, the UK halted flights from South Africa, Botswana, Namibia, Zimbabwe, Eswani, and Lesotho. I know two people who are currently in South Africa and they were like literally scrampering to get out. And thankfully they both managed to get back home. 
EU nations imposed emergency flight bans on Botswana, Eswaris, Lesotho, Mozambique, Namibia, South Africa, and Zimbabwe. The US of A is banning South Africa, Botswana, Zimbabwe, Namibia, Lesotho, Eswani, Mozambique, and Malawi. That's what's happening. Now, the UK. Well, as of yesterday, and yesterday was Saturday, the 27th of November, there was two new cases of this new shaped coronavirus variant. Omicron has now been identified in the UK. Now, officials have stated that this these cases are linked to international travel from the southern from South Africa or either South Africa or South African region. I'm pretty sure South Africa, but I'll double check. Um, and of course, this means that it's local. There was a press conference yesterday held by Prime Minister Boris Johnson and Professor Chris Whitty, and of course, I followed it. So I'm going to give you some gist upon what they've stated. So first things first, two cases and Omicron can spread between people who are double vaccinated. Omicron seems on an early assessment to be able to spread rapidly. The, um, they also hide, um, cited some things that I've said, stated earlier in the pod and some of my thoughts I put on Instagram before I even knew of this announcement, um, that the Omicron variant may reduce the effect of the vaccinations. They're not sure yet. They've added four countries onto the red list. So now there's 10 countries. So before the red list was abolished, travel rules were kind of loosened up, but no, 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 red list. And these countries are all in the Southern African region. So I'm going to read the names again. And there's some new additions. South Africa, Botswana, Namibia, Zimbabwe, Eswani, Malawi, Mozambique, Angola, Zambia, and Lesotho. We are not going to be stopped from traveling. They made it very clear that there's no intention of stopping anybody from traveling however there's going to be what the government believes is going to be one of their safeguards against this new variant entering the uk and i personally think is idiotic anybody who enters the uk must now take a pcr test on the second day and once you enter the uk you must self-isolate until you get the results so obviously you'll do your test on your second day the, the results might take a day or two to come. And so in that period, the moment you leave the airport, you must self-isolate until you get a result. And that result, of course, has to be negative. Obviously, if it's positive, you'll continue to self-isolate. This will implemented. This will be implemented as soon as possible once it's been agreed by the four nations. And that's what Sajid Javid said, which the new health secretary on Andrew Marshall's Sunday morning. However, according to the government's website, from Tuesday, the 30th of November, 4 a.m., these rules will be in place. Another rule that's going to be imp implemented from Tuesday, the 30th of November, is that face masks are mandatory in shops as well as public transport. Restaurants or bars are omitted, but yet back to mandatory face masks. The government was making a big deal about the booster vaccinations. They want people to get their boosters. They've been peppering me like Naomi from Bolt with emails and texts to get the boosters. Stay calm, big man. I'll do it if I want to. People with booster vaccination response are likely, are, people with booster vaccinations are likely to have stronger res response to the variant. And the government are really pushing for people to go get their boosters. Health Sex Strategy Javid has asked for boosters to offer a wider range, to be offered to a wider range of groups of people and for the gap in between your boosters jabs to be reduced to kind of fight this new import of COVID. Now, all these, all these, all these um, measures, well, two really, face masks, mandatory in shops and public transport and of course the PCR test on day two and self-isolating until you get a negative result. 
are the two measures that has been put in place. Health Secretary Sajid Javid, as well as Boris Johnson, said that these will be reviewed in a few weeks. They they want to protect the progress that has been made so far and as they as they intend on everybody being able to joke with their families. So they say review in a few weeks and hopefully they look to um, roll it back. Now, should we be worried? This is my personal and humble opinion. The face mask, I agree with it entirely. What I'm not a fan of is the border thing. As much as many of us are looking forward to travel in December and the coming years, the best way to deal with COVID-19 and the threats of the virus, especially once you have good vaccine integrity, is to shut your borders until everybody is fully vaccinated or the overall majority is fully vaccinated. Maybe everybody's got boosters and that's with science confirming that the vaccines are effective against said variant that you're fighting against. Now, what the government has never done really is shut the borders up until mid this year when they started doing a red list. And it was like really like a a semi-border shut because majority of countries, there was still access to the UK. What I think that the government should be doing, for example, I fly to Ghana, I have to pay for a PCR test before I leave the UK to show that as in relative short period before I flew out, a fairly accurate PCR test that says that I do not have COVID-19. And when I get to Ghana, I also would have paid for before I even flew out to Ghana is a test upon arrival to make sure that once you're into this country, if you have any form of COVID, you are going to self-isolate. Why on earth have we not introduced testing at airports? Shall I tell you what's crazy? Last, literally this time last year, Transport Secretary, Cross, Transport Secretary Grant Shapps was talking about introducing testing at airports. It's been a year and they're still not doing it. What is the flipping point of doing a PCR test two days? How are you going to ensure people do two PCR tests two days after? What is what is the safeguarding or what is the accountability um, requirements that you're going to have or um, processes? For example, I want to be real with you, yeah? I want to be very, very real. I went to Mykonos in September. To get back into Mykonos, I had to prove that I did not have COVID. So we had a lateral flow test, which I showed at the Greek border, and also to fill in a passenger locator form. To fill in your passenger locator form to get back into the UK, you must have a PCR test booked for day two. And to do this, you have to pay for the PCR test and they send you a code and you put the code in a form. But obviously once I got back, I didn't do PCR test. I just couldn't be bothered. If I'm being honest with you, I just couldn't be bothered to do the test. So what's going to stop people from that happening? Tests at the fucking airports. We have, do you know how many lateral flow tests in the country? You send an email to the government, go to the government website, sorry. You could get, your lateral flow test will come within two days, maybe three. And they're for free. You, you literally don't charge us for it. So why isn't there a lateral flow testing at implemented at Stansted, Heathrow, City, Gatwick, Luton, Manchester, all these other airports in within the four and within the four dissolved nations. Why? It's fucking egregious. So yeah. Now to answer the question, should we be worried? Unfortunately, people, I think if things go the way people kind of are guesstimating, then I think we should because these measures are not going to stop the spread of the variant. The variant is already here. There's been two cases identified. Only God knows how many people they've been in contact with that potentially have it and then so on and so forth. So it's only a matter of time in my personal belief that it's going to keep spreading. And bear in mind, we shut the borders 
to Southern Africa. There's 12 cases in, in, in Netherlands. There's cases in Germany. There's cases in Belgium. And there is currently no restrictions with these countries. So unfortunately, people, I think we should be very wor fairly worried because I think it can spread. And the worst, the last thing we want is a lockdown. We can't hack it emotionally. We can't hack it physically, financially, socially. It's just awful. Dark times lockdown was. All them stupid challenges on Instagram, people shouting on Clubhouse. The only exercise you get is to actually have to run on the flipping streets. Nah, awful. Not being able to see your loved ones, it's rubbish. Can't go into the gym or all the nice activities you like doing, can't travel. No, we don't want that. But I worry for us. I can't lie, I do worry for us. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that this variant is not as dangerous as it could be and is and the vaccines are very effective against it. That's what I pray, but time will tell. And of course, I'll keep you updated. So yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Let me know what you think. Make sure you subscribe on the YouTube, Monday Morning News. By the time you're hearing this, watching it depends, you might, if you're hearing this at early hours in the morning, you won't. But by like 8 or 10.30, there'll be a new YouTube video, Monday Morning News. And yeah, until next week, peace and blessings. Bow. Podcast Network.